Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. This is Solutions from the Huddle, and I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta. Man, you could be listening to any show and doing anything in the whole world, but you are here with us. Well, I, let me not say us because Chris Allison uh, has taken another vacation, another break. The guy thinks that he works hard enough. That he thinks he's talented enough and produces enough quality product that he can just take off whenever he wants. And so now this is the second show out of the last 4,000 years that we've been doing this together that he is not here. But I am going to host this puppy by myself and, and, and maybe not by myself, but with you. So if you're listening, if you're tuned in, you're with me and we have an exceptional guest Um, We start every show the same way, and that's in prayer, and so we'll do that here. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things. We ask that you bless the show, the guests, the the sponsors, and everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Uh, We always hope that you keep your eyes open. If you're listening to this live and you're driving, prayer can be done with your eyes open, just in case you didn't know that. Uh, Today, I want to get right into it because I want to spend all of our time with our guest today, uh, his name is Rick Melville, and, and for the past 24 years, Rick and his group have helped literally thousands of families have a great mortgage experience right here in the Carolinas. Uh, prior to that, he did everything from making a living as a DJ uh, to doing treasury management work for the FDIC. Uh, he even did commercial loan workouts for a very large bank. Originally from upstate New York, Rick lived in Colorado for about 11 years, uh, and then he relocated here to Charlotte, North Carolina, right here in the Queen City back in 1996. So Rick has been serving people at a very high level for a very long time, and he's our guest today. Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you, Titus. I'm I'm so happy to be here, and it kind of sounds like you've done this once or twice before. Hey, you know, I'm lucky. This is, I think, show number 100 or or 90-something for us, so we've been blessed to do this. Um, but we've got you on the program and before I've got so many questions, but before we jump into that, that little bio doesn't do you much, much, uh, service in my opinion. You, you are such a wonderful person. I've gotten the opportunity to listen to you and your story and, and why you do what you do. And before we get into the questions, cause the listeners that are tuned in are people that are entrepreneurs, they're professional folks. They want to learn. Uh, I would love to say that they tune in because they they find Chris and I to be entertaining. That's just not true. We're very boring. Um, They tune in because they want to learn. They want to walk away from this show quicker, smarter, and better than when they first sat down to listen. So before we get into my questions of you as a professional helping to add value, just kind of tell us a little bit more about you that I didn't cover. Tell us the Rick story. Where do do you come from, and, and how did we get to sitting down talking today on the radio? Yeah, sure. So I uh, grew up in upstate New York, and um, after I finished college, I looked around and said, wow, um, this is a very challenging economy yeah. in which to uh, finish college. Um, I don't uh, don't have a family business that I can go into. I was never smart enough to be a doctor. <laughs> so um, I decided I wanted to kind of move west and, and figure things out. So I was I lived in Colorado for a while. I was I was a DJ. I was a wedding DJ. I was a you know junior in high school prom DJ. That was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And then one day I was doing a prom, and they give you a partner for the prom. Dude shows up, and he's probably my age now, you know, 50s, and gray ponytail, kind of a paunch. 
And I said, hey, um, how you doing, man? What's your name? He's like, my name's Jerry. I'm like, oh, okay, of course, it's Jerry. Uh, and he says, I said, so how long have you been doing this? He says, 28 years, man. It's the best job in the world. And then I quit the next day and decided <laughs> I needed to do something different. So I did some of the... You saw your future in Jerry right. and said, not like, for me. I, I do not want to be Jerry. Good for Jerry. Yes. That's Jerry's yes. thing. That's not going to be my thing. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so I, I did a whole bunch of finance-related jobs. I worked for the FDIC. I, I did commercial workouts uh, during uh, the oil crisis out there. And then when I was doing uh, the midnight MBA at the University of Colorado, as we called it, you know, nighttime grad school, I ran into a guy in one of my finance classes who was a mortgage broker. Hmm. And he said, hey, you just did this big workout and helped them sell a 40,000 square foot building in downtown Denver. How much money did you make at that? And I was like, I think they gave me 300 bucks. And nobody really benefited from that other than the bank. So he's like, man, come and check out what we're doing in the mortgage world. We're just helping people. Hmm. And I was like, all right, cool. So I checked it out and um, very quickly decided that I could make an impact in people's lives by helping them have a better, I guess, a better experience in the mortgage space as opposed to that black box yeah. that we typically hear about. Yeah, well, so how do you go from having a passion that's so artistic, right, uh, music mm -hmm. and, and, and joyful and moving and all of that to something um, like dollars and cents and the financial aspects of loans, whether it was with the commercial bank or even moving into mortgage, it seems like such a, a 180 um, from the DJ and the music stuff. What, what about it was, was so appealing to your passion? So that whole mortgage stuff actually translates into very, uh, very impactful things for families, which bring joy. So mm. one of the most impactful refis I did a few years ago, um, total super guy, blue collar guy, we did a refinance for him and he came in and he's like, hey, you know what? We're saving me 150 bucks a month. And he didn't have a huge mortgage loan. And I said, fantastic, I'm happy for you. What does that mean to you? And he said, I can finally get my, my daughter braces. Ooh. Yeah, I, I got choked up. And yeah. that's the kind of stuff that, you know, that kind of makes everything roll. Uh, we do listen to music and have fun during the day, but, <laughs> but we really want to help people. Like right now, there's a fantastic opportunity to help um, a lot of my clients for whom I did purchase loans save money. And, and if I can help the world, you know, so they can create a 529 plan or pay off their student loans mm. or pay off their credit card debt or help their mom or, or whatever it is, that's kind of cool. I really like that. Is it fair to say that you saw this as a way to, to help people have freedom? Um, financial yeah. freedom yeah. or control over their finances? Uh, I think that's a great way to put it. And also, it's a way to fulfill some of their needs. You know, we work with a lot of financial planners and they say, you know, hey, I have all these clients and we know what they should be doing to protect themselves and mm. their families. They just don't have the cash flow or the money. So uh, we work with people and, and they identify a need um, and then we help them financially fulfill that, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that makes me feel good. Um, and you got to feel good. Otherwise, you know, what are we doing yeah. every day, right? Yeah, no question. There's a lot of myths, though. Uh, let's be honest. Purchasing a home is probably one of the largest things that we'll ever do. Yeah. It's one of the biggest acquisitions. Um, it really doesn't matter where we are in the, in the state of our life, whether we're young and it's our first home or it's our 15th home. That process is one of the most tedious, detail-oriented, and largest things that we'll do. And, and there's a lot of myths that go into that. And, and so I'd love to kind of bring a few of those up and maybe help you squash some of them or, yeah. 
or help us better understand them. Maybe they're true. Maybe they're not falsehoods, but you know, I, I, I deal with a lot of new entrepreneurs who are just getting started. And so they're not just getting started and starting a business. They're also thinking about buying a home um, and, and, and fulfilling their American dream. And so one of the things I've heard is that you can't have debt when you buy a home. You, you've got to kind of have this clean slate. Is that true? Um, or the people out there that have debt from a business or from student loans or whatnot, can they still um, acquire a home? Can they still get funding? Oh, sure. Uh, it's all about the debt ratios. So if you have uh, an exorbitant amount of debt, I'm not going to advise anyone to go out and buy, um, uh, well, a fine German automobile times two. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, people with debt, uh, student loans, uh, consumer debt, car payments, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, we have programs that are designed to help those people. And sometimes it's um, we're able to help people by using a higher debt ratio, just higher debt allowance, so to speak, by maybe using one borrower or one person of a couple versus the other. Mm. So we really work, look at the nuances of, all right, what's the best fit to help this family with a mortgage? And we can usually put that little jigsaw puzzle together because we've been doing it a long time. Yeah. Well, and you said that you and your team and tell us who that team is, um, yeah. but you guys have helped thousands of families. Yeah. So you've probably learned that there's a science to this thing. There is a science. Um, I say that we've seen just about everything, although once a month something comes in and we're like, wow, okay, that, that's a new one. Let's, <laughs> let's look up the guidelines on that. Um, but yeah, over thousands of iterations, thousands of mortgage loans where, we, where we've helped people. Um, Lauren, Charity, Rainey, and I are, are able to figure things out um, usually more proactively than most other folks. Uh, and that's what we really strive to do. Um, if I can just go on this tangent yeah, for please. a moment. Um, so much of what the mortgage business is and seems to be to everyone else is, is black box. It's like, oh, I don't know, man, I, I applied and I gave them all my stuff and nobody calls me. I don't know what's mm. going on. So we focused on building systems whereby we, and I say systems, it's us contacting people, where we let everyone know exactly what's going on. Um, the goal with everything we do is to be proactive, thorough, and completely transparent with our clients. Hmm. And usually that results in a win, but sometimes it results in a win in four months or six months or a year. Um, but my thought was always, hey, we need to be, go through everything we have to help the client. And we serve them by telling them exactly what we can do for them and in what timeline. So uh, sometimes people are a little anxious and they say, I want to do it now, um, but they can't. Or if they can, it's not the best fit. So we're, my team and I are very thorough about presenting great options for people, um, whether that's now or a year from now, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. What's the name of the team? Uh, the Melville Street Mortgage Group. Yeah. So I'll tell you where that came from. Um, well, uh, I ride bikes all the time, and um, I ride the track, I ride the road, I ride the mountain bikes. Um, and uh, one of my friends was in Vancouver a few years ago and she was there for a wedding and she was in a limo and saw a huge street in Vancouver that said Melville Street and it had a bike lane on it with a bike insignia. So she took a photo out of the top of the limo. She opened up the sunroof and sent it to me and I was like, that is it. Yeah. Um, so goofy story, but that's where it came from. No, I love it. And, and I know you, if you just to kind of go off on a tangent a little bit, you are really heavily involved in a local charity and yeah. it's not just a local charity. I mean, it's a big charity. Yeah. Uh, so folks that will hear this across the, the country uh, may already know the, the charity, but tell us a little bit because you mentioned the biking, tell us a little yeah. bit about that charity and how important it is to be 
involved in your community? Yeah, so um, 24 Foundation here in Charlotte runs a 24-hour um, a bike ride, it's not a race, called 24 Hours of Booty. And for those who don't live in Charlotte, it, you know, the booty name is, uh, it comes from what used to be called the Booty Loop around Queens College, which at the time it was named, I think in the 70s, was a girls-only college. Um, and so the co-eds would run around the loop and it became you know, known as the Booty Loop. And that name survives today. So, um, but what's great about the organization is it's a, it's a cancer fundraising organization that helps people um, who have cancer with day-to-day -day struggles. Mm -hmm. So it's not this nebulous research type of thing where you're like, hey, I gave 100 bucks and maybe somebody's going to work on it in a lab in Frankfurt, Germany in eight years. Yeah. Now, these are on the, you know, on the streets helping people with nutrition. We fund um, three nurse navigators at Levine. Mm. And the nurse navigator is like the quarterback um, that coordinates the surgeon, the oncologist, um, a nutritionist, and everything to, to really help um, facilitate care for cancer patients. Wow. So the reason I got into it is uh, growing up, my father had cancer, passed away when I was 15, and um, it was a long illness, and, and we never had resources. We were like, uh, geez, what, what the heck's going on? Yeah. So that, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff, um, finding rides for people to go to chemotherapy, stuff like that, um, is really helpful. So last year, uh, the organization raised $1.9 million wow. to help local people here in the Charlotte metro area. Wow. It's kind of cool. No, it's really exceptional, and... I think one of the, the, the reasons that we wanted to have you on the program is because you're not just a specialist in your category. You're not just an expert. You haven't just been doing it for a long time. That's generally who we target. Um, but we also look for that one other X factor of just the human condition of caring and loving people. Uh, and you certainly have that. Yeah, thank you. So let me, let me ask you this. Um, when people are looking to get a house. Yeah. They, they tend to treat their home purchase like all the other purchases in their life. And it's, it's absolutely different, but we only know what we know. And so people think about, well, how much do I need to get started, right? How much do I need to start a business? How much do I need to ha put down when I'm buying anything that I'm buying? Whether we've got, you know, uh, revolving credit, lines of credit, wh whatever it is, we always go, what's the cost? What's the upfront for me to get started? How does that look in a home? Because people may call that a down payment. Or, but but there might be other costs they're not even thinking about because it might be their first time buying a home. Sure. So um, the old myth of, hey, you have to put 20% down to buy a home and, you know, closing costs are outrageous. Um, that doesn't necessarily apply. Uh, there are plenty of no down payment loan programs available or down payment assistant programs uh, in the Charlotte metro area in both North and South Carolina also. Mm. Um, and you mentioned um, yeah, mythology. So, yeah, you can get by in some cases with as little as zero down. Um, First-time homebuyer programs run through uh, a program based in Raleigh. Uh, we've actually had people walk away from closing and get their earnest money check back. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Um, you have to qualify for those programs, of course, but the qualifications are not crazy at all. Uh, so that's part of finding the right fit for the clients. Um, and then you mentioned other costs that go along with it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're a, a flat fee company, so we just charge uh, 995 bucks. And the other stuff that comes along needs to be paid at closing. Sometimes it can be paid by the seller. Sometimes we can pay it as a lender. And it's just simple things like an appraisal, um, a title commitment, attorney charges, and county recording. So there's nothing outrageous. 
out there. Um, but that's one of the things that we do with our clients. You know, we said proactive, thorough, and transparent. Before they go out on a Saturday and say, oh, this is the one, we want to have that conversation. We yeah. do a Zoom video with them, and we go Ooh. through everything live on screen. Wow. So we can say to you, hey, Titus, you wanted to spend only $1,200 a month. Here's how that breaks down. Mm. And if you buy this house for $275,000, here's the approximate amount of cash to closing, uh, really within a tight number range. And Because you know what? Nobody gets up on a Saturday morning and says, hey, honey, what are we going to do today? Let's go get a new mortgage. I mean, yeah. let's face it. That's not the exciting part. The exciting part is the house, right? Yeah. So our goal is to be really thorough up front so that the mortgage stuff is really kind of boring and finished and done. Um, the French would say, a fait accompli. Um, <laughs> that's, I think, the extent of my French. <laughs> um, but, um, but that way, when you do have that 1030 at night conversation, like, geez, should we buy that house or not? How much is 275 cost per month? We've already been through that. Yeah, now it's an informed decision. Yeah, it's an informed decision, and it's a fun decision. Yeah. Because you're not bogged down by like, holy crap, how much does that cost? Do yeah. we really know? So, again, part of serving our clients is being proactive um, as opposed to just going out and saying, oh, you're fine. Like, mm. uh, no, let, let's get your docs. Let's actually take a look at everything. Let's be thorough. So you mentioned it is probably the largest financial decision most people ever make. Yeah. Uh, let's not do it, uh, you know, half-baked. Yeah. Let's, let's go into it thoroughly. I like it. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, Rick. Don't go anywhere. Uh, you listeners don't go anywhere. Don't change the dial. Don't, don't do anything. We want to say thank you to our, our sponsors that help make this show possible. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Looking for a fun team-building event that helps to reduce stress and get everyone on the same page? Consider booking Mobile Smash Rooms for your next corporate event. Imagine a space that is designed for you to swing a tool of your choice and smash your stress away while being fully entertained. Learn more by calling 980-999-4119 or visiting mobilesmashrooms.com and say goodbye to stress. That's mobilesmashrooms.com. Need an oil change quick? Visit Speedy. They'll change your oil and filter, top off your fluids, air up your tires, and get you on your way. Get your vehicle serviced by people who care. With locations at 4752 South Boulevard in Charlotte and 1484 Azell Boulevard in Spartanburg. Speedy oil change and auto service for all your vehicle needs. All right, and we're back. You are listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we're excited to have a, a family here at ESPN Charlotte. You're, you might be listening to this on podcast. We're, we're all over the place. iTunes, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're just excited that you're tuned in and that you're listening and you're learning. Uh, this show is powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. And so for us, we want to collaborate. We want to encourage you to collaborate and not go it alone, which is why we bring experts and specialists in. Listen, you probably could figure out how to get the mortgage for your home by yourself with some .com. That's probably really expensive and you don't even realize all the fees and all the things that you don't know. Don't go it alone. Collaborate with a specialist. Today, our guest is Rick Melville, uh, who's been helping thousands of families uh, over the last several, several years, maybe decades. I don't want to age him, but he's been doing it a long time. And, uh, and he's helped people and he knows what he's talking about. I want to go over, Rick, um, uh, one more really big question for you. But before I do that, would you let everyone know how they can get a hold of you? What's the best website? What's the best email? Yeah. How can they be a part of you even after this show? Sure. 
So we try to make it simple. Um, the website where you can reach me is rickmelville.com. So super easy. Yeah, it's just um, it's my name.com, um, and and my email is rick at rickmelville.com. So we try to make it easy so that when I'm talking to somebody or I maybe am in the car and they say, "What's your website?" I can I can remember it even. Yeah, you've made it that simple. R i c k m e l v i l l e dot com. It's that easy, right? It's that easy. Melville, like the author. If you remember, you know, tenth grade English, Moby Dick. You all had to read it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so here's the question that I want to get to, um, I, and I hear about this all the time, right? What's the difference between getting pre-qualified or, or pre-approved? Are those the same things? Because I hear people talk about it. They get excited. Hey, honey, we just got pre-qualified or pre-approved. Or what's the difference between those two terminologies? Is one more important than the other? Yeah, uh, it's a great question, and, and we see this all the time. And we really strive to impress on, upon our clients and at the world in general that a pre-qualification by filling out an online application and talking to somebody on the phone, and maybe they pulled your credit report, maybe they didn't. If they haven't reviewed your income and asset docs, if they haven't had a real um, analysis done of your situation, then you're pre-qualified, but you're probably dealing with an unlicensed an unlicensed person in a call center who at 5.01 p.m. is out the door. Mm. So, I mean, they care, but they only care so much, and their systems are designed for just that, turnover speed uh, and not a lot of depth. So we go the opposite way. We want to make certain that we look at everything. We're going to ask you for some stuff. Uh, not a ton of stuff these days, believe it or not. And we're going to go through it. Then we're going to set up that Zoom call so that you know, number one, you're pre-approved. If you have, like we are talking about, that 1030 at night conversation of, geez, should we really buy that house? Can we afford it? You know. Yeah. That's part of serving our client base. And that's a big difference between pre-approval, especially in a hot market like Charlotte, because if you're going to write an offer on a property, a lot of times it's a multiple offer situation. I can literally pick up the phone or send a video to the listing agent and say, hey, you know why Titus's offer is better than the others? Because his loan's done. It's basically a cash offer. Mm. So why wouldn't you take his offer over the other five? Yeah, that's, we, that's the power we give to our clients. Those other five haven't gone through those steps. Yeah. And they may not be able to get funded. Right. And that person listing their home is likely going to want to go with the person where it's a done deal right. versus the hand. unknowns. Totally bird in hand. And, yeah. and it gives you, it gives our clients more power in the situation. Um, I wouldn't say power like He-Man power, but control <laughs> over their outcome, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you've been in the industry how many years? 26 years. You can say the decades. Yeah, plural yeah, thing. yeah. It's okay. 26 years, rickmelville.com is the website to get a hold of him. And he's answering questions. He's popping the myths and he's making sure that we're best prepared to uh, to be able to buy the home of our dreams uh, or maybe our first home, maybe our last home, but but to have the American dream. Here's the uh, the other question that, that I get uh, to hear a lot because I work with a lot of uh, real estate and, and mortgage professionals on sales and leadership coaching and training. Uh, but I hear that this is always kind of a big deal as well. Uh, is it always best to go with that 30-year fixed mortgage? I mean, I, I think everyone on the planet, if you know nothing about homes, you know that it's a 30-year mortgage. Like right. everyone just knows that number. Uh, I don't know how much more they know that. <laughs> Maybe they know the uh, the myth about the whole 20% down. They know that number and 30-year mortgage. Right. Is that still the best thing? Is that the only thing? Um, tell us. Give us the scoop on that. Yeah, so it's it sometimes is the best thing very often, but not always. Uh, so I, I did a loan uh, a few years back for a client that moves every three to five years for his job. 
and oh. that's as he accelerates his his progression through that large corporation that he moves. So uh, we've done two loans for him, uh, and now he's since moved overseas. But we always did an arm or adjustable rate mortgage for him because that was a slightly lower interest rate, and we knew he would never be there more than five years, mm. three to five. Um, so that can be a great alternative. There's another alternative for folks uh, like me who are just uh, a little further along chronologically. Um, <laughs> if you, let's say you took out a, a mortgage loan four years ago and you want to do a refi and you want to drop your interest rate because rates are in a great spot right now. But you know what? I don't want to reset the button on a 30-year loan. So we can do a 26-year loan for you. We really? We can do a 19-year mortgage loan for you. We can pick any number you wow. like. So that very often, as you're preparing for some eventual um, event like retirement or something like that, uh, you can say, hey, I only want a 19-year mortgage because at that point I'm going to be X age and I don't want to have one. I'm like, cool. So we structure everything for, in this case, a 19-year mortgage. Yeah, that um, seems extremely customizable and flexible. Yeah, and, and you don't get that everywhere. You don't get that in a call center environment. They're like, hey... You can have three flavors of ice cream, vanilla, vanilla, and vanilla. Yeah. And no sprinkles. That's right. So Man. we provide the sprinkles and it. all the flavors. I love it. Yeah. That's brilliant. Okay, so I, I want to transition. And for all of you out there that are listening and you've been enjoying learning and, and myth popping and maybe you're really pumped about going to rickmelville.com and, and, and maybe starting the process uh, uh, for your new home because you feel like this is somebody that knows what he's talking about. Uh, for those of you that are doing that, Hit pause, hit rewind, go back and listen to all of it. But for the next, we've got about three or four minutes left in the show. I want to shift the attention to you being a person um, that's so of abundance. You know, I, I watch you support and help other people that are in your industry. You don't have this caddy mentality of, um, well, gosh, if, if he gets or she gets the loan, then I can't feed my family. Right. Uh, you prescribe to the same abundance mindset that I do that says, we have billions of humans in the world plenty to go around for everyone. So for our last two or three minutes, are there any tips or tricks or best practices you want to give that new mortgage professional, that new LO that's saying, I'm six months in, I'm a year in, gosh, it's just, I, I'm not getting traction. Maybe I suck. Maybe I ought to give up. Maybe I ought to throw in the towel. How can they be successful? And again, people are listening to this inside of Charlotte, but they're listening to it in California as well. How can somebody find a way to be successful and go 26 years plus in this business. Yeah, so um, consistency, well, having a plan, consistently applying that plan, which sounds just like a platitude, but it actually works. Yeah. Um, surprise, uh, <laughs> you know, coaching. Um, and then always doing the next right thing. So it, again, none of this is complicated, but um, my advice to struggling loan officers, and I actually met with uh, one of my um, former protégés last night who's moved, he's in the mortgage space, he moved into a different version of that, so he's not a sales guy now. Um, and we talked about systems, like every day, you know, you're going to do X, the next day you're going to do Y, the next day mm. you're going to do Z, blocking the time. Um, you know, we're sitting here looking at Carolina Panthers Stadium, and then they go through drills, and they block, and they tackle, and they hit the blocking sled, and they work on techniques, yeah. and consistently apply uh, what you're doing, your system, over and over again, and then when you're for forced with a choice, uh, you're going to want to respond and not react, okay? And in our industry, it's very easy to react and lose your mind because something happened. 
Um, and, and things happen all the time. So if you have a plan and you consistently apply it and you can respond and not react, then you can do the next right thing. Mm. Sometimes the next right thing is a hard conversation. Um, but at least you're going to have a truthful, accurate conversation and you're going to guide your clients and serve them. So, you know, it sounds simple. It's not easy to do all the time, Um, but come up with a plan, block your time, build the relationships with your community, uh, with financial professionals who align with your values and just keep at it, man. If you consistently apply every day, and every morning you wake up and you say, I'm going to be faced with 25 choices today. In each one of them, I'm going to do the next right thing. You're going to win. And you're going to go through some challenges and some difficult times. I have. Everyone else in the sales world has too. In the entrepreneurial space, everybody goes through difficult times. Um, but you're going to come out of it if you consistently apply your values. I love it. Guys, you just got a chance to listen to my good friend, industry expert, uh, Rick Melville. Make sure you check out his website again, rickmelville.com for your mortgage needs or reach out to him. And his email address is rick at rickmelville.com. It's just that easy. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Solutions on the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.